Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Welcome to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Welcome this fine Saturday morning. And as always, we absolutely and truly appreciate you taking the time to tune in and listen to our program. And additionally, I'd like to thank you all who have responded by email and, um, you know, with your questions, your comments, your encouragements. It has really been uh, wonderful to read those and absolutely uh, uplifting, uh, encouraging email. So I want to thank you for doing that. And as always, if you have a question about today's program or maybe a program from the past or maybe even something that you'd like to hear talked about in the future, you can contact me at Saturday morning, Dan Brown at yahoo.com. Again, you're listening to Saturday morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Interesting program today when we think about our life of service. And so here's a question for you. And, and, and the title of the pro, today's program really is a question. Usefulness, usefulness or relationship. Which is it that we strive to do in our walk of faith? And sometimes that line is a very fine line that we have to be very careful of and really understand what it is that we're doing. Because when we focus on our usefulness and how God is using us, um, that can lead us in a wrong way. Our focus always needs to be on that relationship. And in Luke, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 20, he says this. Do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Now, do you see the conflict of that particular biblical text? Don't rejoice because of, of what God has given you, how the spirits are subject to you, and you can command these particular things, as we saw the apostles do. Don't dwell on those things, but dwell on the relationship that leads you to your eternal home. In other words, what Christ is saying here is don't rejoice in your successful service for him, but rejoice in your right relationship with him. Let's say that again. Let's let's just clarify what Jesus is saying to us here. Again, the title of the program today is Usefulness or Relationship. That's a question mark at the end of that. What are we seeking? What are we doing? What are our thoughts taken to? And again, uh, that scripture, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Let that ponder for a minute. Let that sink in deeply. And so again, Jesus is saying, don't rejoice in your successful service for me, but rejoice because of your right relationship with me. And so, again, the trap you may fall into in, in our 
Christian work is to rejoice in successful service. Start adding up, well, I was success at this, or this, or this, and, and then we get lost in that how many souls we saved. Ooh, that is a, that is a tricky path to, to begin to walk down. And so, and I say this, that trap, to be cautious about rejoicing in a successful service, rejoice in the fact that God has used you. Here's what happens. You'll never be able to measure fully what God will do through you if you have the right standing relationship with him. In other words, how much you do for him is not important. That's not what we dwell on. That actually leads you into a path of pridefulness and somehow saying God is using me because I'm so worthy and useful. Hmm. Remember, the relationship that we're having with God is that we're emptying ourselves of everything of who we are and and submitting completely, putting our will aside and opening ourselves 100% to God's will. Mm. Do we do that? I often have this conversation with uh, people um, and, and uh, they'll say, I'm doing my very best. And I'll say, no, you're not. And I get the eyebrows go up and, and I'll add that caveat to it that as I'm saying that to you, I'm saying that I'm not doing my very best either. There is more and better. There's a building of this relationship as we empty ourselves and we fill ourselves with the creator. That is so important. So if you keep your relationship right with him, this is very important to understand. If you keep your relationship right with him, then regardless of your circumstances or whoever you encounter each day, God is going to continue to pour through you. Remember what he said you're going to become. Rivers of living water are going to flow from you. But that's not by us sitting back and counting what we believe are our successes and how many times God has used us. Bottom line, when we are in the right relationship with God, with Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit is fully dwelling, indwelling in us, those things are not going to be our thoughts. We're not going to be counting. Remember what happened with David when David decided he was going to count his troops as though somehow the number of troops that he had had would contribute to his success. He sinned. He messed up. That was not a good thing because God all the time is our strength and he was David's strength. David didn't defeat Goliath because there were numbers of troops behind him. They cowered behind him. And this little young man who, who the scriptures describe as a small individual took on the giant where the whole army of Israel failed to do so. And he didn't do it for any other reason than God was with him. And God was his strength. And he gave glory and honor to God. 
That's very important to for us to understand that. And if you want to read about the rivers of living water, go to the Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 38. I hope you take the time to do that a little later today. And so what we have to understand is that it is actually by his mercy that he doesn't let us know and focus on these all these things that are accomplished through us because those are the things that lead to prideful thoughts. The relationship is the focus, not how much we do, the relationship. And that is an always going to be an ongoing theme with me and what I share with you, because that's what God wants us to understand. This is all about a relationship and one so intimate and so close. God uses things that we understand, like bride and bridegroom and the uh, the church is the bride of Christ in, in using these earthly things that we have some understanding of, of the level of intimacy between a husband and a wife. But the intimacy that God has with each and every one of us is so much deeper than we can even imagine. But he tells us this is what it's like. This is similar to something that you may have an understanding about. So in this bride-like relationship that the church has with the bridegroom, let us be faithful. Let us focus on him. So important, so meaningful, and so deep in so many ways. But when you release your will for God to occupy you, for the Holy Spirit to indwell in you in every fiber of your being. Those thoughts of pride and what you believe you're accomplishing will never come to mind. The only focus will be as your eyes on the Savior leading you through everything. That is what is critical in our relationship. And once you have uh, the right relationship with God through salvation and sanctification, remember that whatever your circumstances may be, you've been placed in them by God. So there's no complaining. And God uses the reaction of your life to your circumstances to fulfill his purpose. The caveat, as long as you continue to walk in the light as he is in the light. You want to research that a little further? Look at 1 John, uh, the letters, the 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. And so often we find our tendency today is to put emphasis on service. And we start to measure ourselves by service. Oh, excuse me. And that is something to choke on, isn't it? Because when you think about, oh, my gosh, when you step back into the go, oh, my Lord, I am really counting on these things and adding them up of what my service has been instead of focusing on the relationship. Think about that for a few minutes while we go to break. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. 
If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 95. 5.5. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk Station. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Very exciting program today entitled Usefulness or Relationship. And uh, I, I think it's uh, something that we all do need to think about and examine ourselves closely to make sure that we're not fooling ourselves sometimes, that we're actually walking down a path that leads to pridefulness and actually pull, pull our focus away from what is the most important part of what we're having with our Savior, and that is the relationship. And if you have any questions about today's program, or a program from the past, or maybe a, something you'd like to hear me talk about in the future or share with you, please contact me at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com. And as always, if you would like a free Bible, please, again, send me your name and your address, and I commit to you that I won't use your information for anything other than to send you that free Bible. Contact me, again, by email at Saturday Morning Dan Brown at yahoo.com. Again, welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here in the second segment of the day, usefulness or relationship. And where we left off in the first segment was we were saying that our tendency today all too often is to put our emphasis on service. And sometimes, you know, I I can't I have to honestly say uh that I would think about that sometimes in in uh I was very active in uh, um production uh, producing videos and things for uh my uh, church uh, uh brothers and sisters uh for many years and um I was deeply deeply involved in that. I can't say that I counted it as, as something it was something that I felt drawn to and necessary to do um and needed because it wasn't being done um and it was something that I know that uh after I had uh, retired from that that uh is still carried on today I'm very happy to say but um I'm not sure exactly how I felt about it other other than I would do every service that there was and I you know I don't think I looked for kudos or pats on the back about anything I think oh, I just only quietly went and did what was needed to done, to do but I can't say for 100% sure that I never thought about wow you know I did this and this and this and this but if I did 
unless we'll probably say that I did, that was a wrong way to begin to think about our service for the Lord. Not about what we're doing, not about having an emphasis on service, right? I mean, the Lord tells us, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And that's an inkling into this whole kind of mindset of we're serving, but we're not adding it up. We're not making a list and checking it twice. No, that's not what's happening. And so when I say that our tendency today is to put emphasis on service, we have to beware of the people who make their request for help on the basis of someone's Oh, this is a t- this is a stickler on the basis of someone's usefulness. Mm. If you make usefulness the test, then Jesus Christ was the greatest failure who ever lived. If that's how you're basing something on someone. I know that's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? But that's not what we want to do. Because for the believer, direction and guidance comes from God himself, not from some measure of a saint or a believer's usefulness. And it's the work of God that does that. It's the work that God does through us. The count, not what we do for him. And I hope that you you can clearly see how that is separated. There is a delineation there. One leads to something where you're piling up and you're you, you know, you could potentially be making this list of how much you've done. We don't think in that way. We don't do in that way. I don't go and try to figure out how many souls that I've spoken to over my lifetime as a believer that have accepted Jesus. And I'm sad to say, if that's something that is focus, um, hmm, be cautious, be cautious, be cautious. Um, and so, and the reason is, is remember, again, I want to say that, because for the believer, direction and guidance comes from God himself, not from some measure of another believer's usefulness. And it's the work that God does through us that counts, not what we do for him. Yeah, you're starting to have some clarity there. I, I'm sure of that. And all that our Lord gives us, uh, gives us his attention to is in a person's life is that person's relationship with God. That is something of great value to the Father. And he says in Hebrews 2.11 that, I'll paraphrase this, and the something of great value to his father, uh, Jesus is bringing what? Many sons to glory. That is our purpose. Not taking accounting of what we're doing and not even taking account of how many sons we're bringing to glory. Just keep remembering that story of David where he decided he was going to count his troops. Remember that. So as we move on with today's program, there's a scripture in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 15, 11. And he, just, he says this to us. These things I have spoken to you 
that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Whose joy is it? It is Jesus's joy within us. He's praying and he's spoken this to you so that his joy, that joy that he is providing to us, remains in us so that we may be filled with that joy. And so I asked you the question, what was the joy that Jesus had? And I will tell you that joy should not be confused with what? With happiness. In fact, I believe it's an insult to Christ to use the word happiness in connection with him. Because there's a difference. The joy of Jesus was his absolutely self-surrender and self-sacrifice to the Father. That was Christ's joy. Don't speak about happiness. That, that's not what he was doing. That's not what he was about. But there was a joy that was in him through his, again, absolute self-surrender and self-sacrifice to his father. And the joy of doing that which the father had sent him to do. Who for that joy was set before him, endured the cross. Wow. Read Hebrews 12. Verse 2. And again, in Psalms 40, that uh, Davidic psalm that was prophetic of what Jesus' words would be, Psalm 40, verse 8. I delight in your will, O my God. So Jesus prayed that our joy might continue fulfilling itself until it be until it becomes the same joy as his. Wow. So I'm asking you today, have you allowed Jesus Christ to introduce his joy to you? Have you embraced that joy? Do you seek that joy? Because there is only one way to that joy. And the way that the joy for Jesus was doing the Father's will. And so the way for us to be filled and enjoy that joy is by doing the will of our Father as well. And so then come so closely and, and more deeper meaning to the praise and, the, and the, where Jesus was praying to his Father that we might be one as he and the Father are, we, are one as well. Do you see that connection? Do you see that joy? That is so crucial, 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 crucial. Have you allowed Jesus Christ to introduce his joy to you? And I pray that it is so. And if it has not been that way for you, and you're saying that you're a believer, but you have no joy, you need to surrender your will to God so that his joy may possess you. Oh, yeah, possess you fully, fill you. So crucial. And so living a full and overflowing life doesn't rest in bodily health. 
It doesn't rest in our circumstances. It doesn't even rest in succeed in seeing God's work succeed. Because we may start work that we may never see fulfilled. Think about that. But in the perfect understanding of God, seeking that joy. And the perfect understanding of God doesn't mean that you have the full knowledge of God. But you have a perfect understanding of what God's doing to your life. What his purpose is into your life. And that doesn't mean every detail of the purpose. It means acknowledging that God wants to fulfill his will and purpose through you. That's the acknowledgement. Not every detail. But then, brother and sister, when you do that, when you come to that understanding, oh my, the joy that will fill you and the purposes that will be fulfilled through you, through God's will. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. Fox News, I'm Karen McHugh. President Biden is warning about nuclear threats posed by Russia. President Biden told donors at a Democratic fundraiser this week Russian President Vladimir Putin's threats about nuclear weapons must be taken seriously, warning the world is as close to Armageddon as it was during the Cuban Missile Crisis. President's comments has been uh, very consistent. He was reinforcing what we have been saying, uh, which is how seriously we have take we take these threats. Still, White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre says. U.S. intelligence has not seen a change in Russia's nuclear posture. Fox's Jared Halpern. At least seven people were killed by an explosion at a gas station in Ireland Friday. It happened in County Donegal. Eight others are wounded and several others are unaccounted for. America is listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Acura, the forecast for South Jersey. A bit of sunshine for today and breeze the high 62. Bundle up for tonight, it will be cold with a moonlit sky low 38. Lots of sunshine will bring it into the weekend tomorrow, high 64. Kicking off your week on Monday, lots of sunshine. Nice afternoon for outdoor activities, high 68. I'm AccuWeather's Cheryl Golden on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. My friends, again, I just want to thank you, brothers and sisters, for tuning in and joining this morning. I thank you for all your great questions and comments and all your uplifting comments, too. Just, Just thank you for your encouragements. God bless you all. Thank you so much. We're continuing with our program today, usefulness or relationship, which I think is something that we get lost and confused in sometimes in our walk of faith. And I think uh, every now and then as a believer, we have to step back and just make sure and double check so that we don't wind up down a path so far that we struggle to come back into the right way. And so that is the purpose of today's program is to try to just help us uh, think about those things and 
examine ourselves a little closer because that is what God wants us to do. Examine, examine us and examine him. And when we truthfully examine ourselves, we'll see the flaws. But the rest of that story is we're not there to fix our flaws. God is. Jesus is. And the purpose of the crucifixion and the purpose of Jesus shedding his blood was so that through him we can be restored. Through him we can come to know the Father. Through him we can have a relationship that is unimaginable uh, in this world. Because the way the world is at the moment, it is just spiraling in so many directions of wars and heartache and just the abominations that take place around us while we try to smile in the midst of going and somehow not think about it so it doesn't ruin our day. But my prayers, my brothers and sisters, are for those who are suffering. My prayers are for those who don't know our Savior. And so that is our work. Our work is in this harvest field where Jesus says the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. And so, my friends, as we labor in this field, I want to continue to encourage you in the right way to think about others, not always reflecting on ourselves, because when we are in a right relationship with God, he is taking care of all of our needs. He is fulfilling absolutely what we need. So our job becomes, our work becomes thinking of others. And so when we have a pity party and we think of ourselves today, and, and today we're thinking, oh, my life is really tough, but you have a job. Today, think about someone who doesn't or who can't work. When we think about ourselves today and we're having a pity party and, and, we, and we have a roof over our head, think about someone who doesn't. When we have health today, and we're still having a pity party because we haven't reached this level of income or I don't live at this address or I'm not driving that or wearing this and my cologne doesn't smell like this. I don't have 10 million likes on this or that particular multimedia. Think of someone who has nothing. And I'm not speaking to the world. I'm speaking to believers who so often let ourselves fall into a pity party and we take our relationship to our Heavenly Father and we beg for comfort. We beg for material items. We beg for financial soundness. The begging should be for our will to be gone and God's will to be present, to lead us in a direction where we can be used to share the gospel with those that are broken and have nothing. That's my encouragement to you. And maybe I have a more focused mind. Maybe I, I see it a little clearly because of my my uh, work with the Atlantic City Rescue Mission, maybe because I see poverty and brokenness and individuals every day who feel they have no value. And the worst day of their life is to come to the mission because they 
are feeling like, I got to give in to this. This, I'm admitting defeat. But our job, brothers and sisters, whether we are a staff member at the mission or we are part of assembly of the church of Jesus Christ, which is all of our churches together, regardless of what denomination and what apostle's name you use to attach yourself to, there is only one bride and one church. And so today we need to think beyond our needs because God's promises, I will fulfill all that you need. Not all that our flesh wants, but all that we need to accomplish God's will. Put yourself in that mindset. And as we come this year, we're coming around to a time when we're all going to be giving thankfulness at some level. Even those who are in the, in the dregs of the deepest poverty, they're going to be celebrating today, not this day, but, th- th- but this season as it comes, they're going to be celebrating for the things that they have. It may be that it's a single mom who has worked her fingers to the bone to provide an education for her child so that her child may have a better life. Let's celebrate those. Let's celebrate all who are lonely. Let's celebrate all that are broken because that's who God has brought us to share the gospel with. He has provided us a seed to share. We cannot make that seed grow, but he has certainly given us the seed to plant. What an honor that God has given us. And in doing so, when we submit and surrender our will in this way, God furnishes all of our needs. I want to encourage you as we come this year and begin to give thankfulness at any level that you are. Think of those who have not. Don't think of the homeless or the broken or the indigent in this worldly way of, oh, they just don't want to work. No. Are there people who, who have that mindset? Sure. There, there's evil people out there, too, who, who want to murder and rape and, and keep people enslaved. That's not the masses. People generally want to love, want to see their children succeed. And when you bring the gospel of love, that's what you're bringing. You're not bringing the gospel of judgment. Jesus did that. He did that to the scribes and the Pharisees and the leaders of that day. But tell me what individual that Jesus went to, what sinner that he went up to, and he had certainly opportunities, did he beat them over the head about their past sin? Even the woman who was accused of all of prostitution and all these different things, he said, neither am I going to condemn you. Stop looking at people in judgment and look at humanity with love, because that is the gospel that has been given us. For God so loved the world. That's the seed that he has given to you. So love endlessly, 
Because in that love, God's joy will be complete in you. Please, please do that. Think of others. Think of how you can help. Think of how you can volunteer. Think of what you can donate to in some way to help others. Give of yourself because that's what Jesus said. Follow me. What was his yoke? He said it's not heavy. But what did he do? He gave himself for humanity. And not only are we living waters, we're excited about that. But when we also hear the apostles talk about we're living sacrifices, we tend to step back from that one. We like the living waters. We like that. But when we are thinking about ourselves as living sacrifices, we don't tend to stick out our chest quite as far. But please, be living sacrifices. Share the gospel of love that God has given us. The honor and what he is saying to you. He is reaching to you endlessly to have a relationship. You don't have to know everything in this relationship. He's not telling you, you have to know every Bible scripture before you receive salvation. It's exactly the opposite. You just have to give your heart and your faith in the Son of God. Hence, salvation becomes into your life. Do we learn as we go? Well, that's the hope. But I will tell you, there are many individuals throughout the world. There are many individuals that we can read in the past who weren't biblical scholars. No. But they held on to the fact of God's love and understood the salvation message that Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood for you and I. Yet while we were still sinners... Think of that, my friends. Brothers and sisters, place that love in your heart. Share it. Don't just stay in the four walls of where your body assembles. Your body of faithful. Your church members. Step outside and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Take a chance and see what God does in your life. That's what we are called to do. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we'll be right back after this. Stay tuned. So what is Talk With a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMassey. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk With a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m. Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. South Jersey's talk station. Support for this podcast is brought to you by Pepco. An old fridge or freezer can waste energy, costing you more than $80 per year to run. As a Pepco Maryland customer, you'll get $50 plus no-cost pickup for recycling an old, working fridge or freezer. 
Get $25 more for recycling an AC unit or dehumidifier at the same time. You'll do good for your community and the environment by keeping appliances out of landfills. Schedule your pickup today at pepco.com slash get rewarded. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. And welcome back to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Thank you for tuning in this morning. And as always, we appreciate all your questions and comments. If you would like a free Bible, please send me your name and your address to, to, to this email address. Saturday Morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. That's Saturday Morning Dan Brown at Yahoo.com. You're listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we are in our fourth segment of today. And as I share with you always, when you love what you do, when God takes a hold of you and the Spirit fills you, the time just goes. God puts those words upon your lips that he wants his people to hear. And our goal here at Saturday morning is not to be the answer all to every question that you have, but at least continue in your journey of seeking our lovely and wonderful, loving creator. That is the goal. The goal is to whet your appetite. The goal is to keep you saying, man, there is so much more in this relationship with God. I want to know. That's the purpose of what we are trying to do here. And I hope that purpose and my living waters has overflowed into your heart so that you can have those living waters flow out to you and share that wonderful gospel of love, not of judgment. Judgment comes, but that's not what God told us to do. He said, uh, he says we will become judges of the world. But when he sent us to take this gospel into all the world, this is the gospel of love for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Only one. There's only one way. And so that is the important part of our message. And it's so important that our words match our deeds. It is one thing to talk endlessly about the scriptures. It is one thing to talk endlessly and have Jesus' name on your lips a hundred times in a conversation. But as you walk away, as you go through your life, make sure your deeds match your words. Otherwise, you rob the gospel. Having a right relationship with God is so, so important. That is what is the most important thing for us to do. It is crucial in everything that we do. Remember, living a full and overflowing life does not rest in bodily health. It does not rest in our circumstances, financial or otherwise, and not even in seeing God's work succeed. As I told you, there are many seeds that we will plant. There's many gospel testimonies that we will share that we will never see the end result of. But know that God will continue to grow that seed. That's the Holy Spirit's job. A full 
an overflowing life, is in the perfect understanding of God. And in the same fellowship and oneness with him that Jesus himself enjoyed. So crucial, so critical. But the first thing that will hinder this joy in us that we seek in God is that subtle irritability caused by giving too much thought to our circumstances. And Jesus said this, the cares of this world, it chokes the word and it becomes unfruitful. Let me say that to you again. Mark, the gospel of Mark chapter 4, verse 19. The cares of this world, it chokes the world. I'm paraphrasing this, and I hope that you take the time to seek it and read it. It chokes the world and it becomes unfruitful. And before we can even realize what's happened, we are caught up in our cares and our circumstances. Because essentially what we've done is our faith hasn't allowed us to understand that God will deliver us through all things and provide for all our needs. And so when those little doubts, those little doubts of what we need, and we we are distracted, we take our eyes off of Jesus, and we are distracted, the cares of this world choke the word. God wants us to come to the place where he will be our witness. And we proclaim, you and I, we proclaim who Jesus is. Remember the scriptures. Every knee shall bow. Every knee. And having the right relationship with God Finding our joy there and then out of us, when we do this, will flow rivers of living water. Remember, Gospel of John, chapter 7, verse 38. So here's what I want you to be. Here's what we need to be. We need to be a fountain through which Christ can pour his living water. That's you and I. That's an opportunity that we have when we empty ourselves of our will and allow God's will to be accomplished in us. That is a necessary thing that must take place. Only halfway giving up, you're going to get lost in the cares of the world because you're going to worry about your circumstances. Stop being hypocritical. Stop being proud. And when I say these words, I'm in, when I say these words, I'm inclusive in this with you. It's a cautionary tale that we all have to be aware of. Stop being hypocritical. Stop being proud, aware of only ourselves. And live, live. This is how we truly live. Live your life hidden. With Christ in God. Oh, that is amazing. And you'll find, you want to reinforce that? Go in the New Testament to Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. Stop being hypocritical and proud. 
aware only of ourselves. Take that gospel of love and share it endlessly with everyone that you can. Do not be judgmental of a, of someone who looks this way or smells this way or who is caustic. You don't know how they got caustic. You don't know if that woman who was just nasty to you came from an abusive relationship. You have no clue. You don't know if this child who is cantankerous and doesn't want to listen turns and averts his eyes away and seems un, un, untamable. You have no idea what that child has experienced. But I'll tell you what will break the walls. I'll tell you what will help that woman. I'll tell you what will help that man. The gospel. Deliver it. In pure and sincere, holy and righteous love. No judgment of their looks. No judgment of their background. No judgment of their authenticity, of their color, of their hair, of their clothes, of their speech. God will break down all barriers when your heart wants to share the gospel of love. Remember, the Holy Spirit speaks every language that ever existed and speaks a language that is not even in words. Do you know, brothers and sisters, that your eyes and your expressions can convey God's love? Do you know that? Do you know that? I pray that you do. Your glance over and your quick glance away from someone who you want to avert your eyes for because you've judged them instantly. All. The gospel shall be shared in all the world to every individual. How dare you withhold that gospel to anyone? God says he makes the rain, the blessings fall upon the good and the evil. How dare we judge? Please stop being hypocritical and proud. Aware only of yourself and live your life hidden with Christ in God. And a person who has a right relationship with God, with our creator, lives a life as natural as breathing. And you know that's something I share endlessly with you. That this has been a prayer in my life. That my prayer and my thoughts of the Creator would be as natural to me as my breath. So that the breath of air, of the physical air that keeps me physically alive that my prayers will keep my spiritual life lively, energized, focused on Jesus Christ's face. Focused on God's purpose, his will within our life. And the lives that have been the greatest blessings to you and I are the lives of those people who themselves are unaware of even having been a blessing. Oh, Lord, thank you. Usefulness or relationship. 
I thank you all for listening to Saturday Morning with Dan Brown here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. God bless you all. We'll talk soon.